Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Welcome to Travel First with Chris Coleman and Alex First. Hey, welcome along, folks. My name's Alex First. You are on Travel First. And joining me, as usual, Chris Coleman, who has been from Canberra to Sydney, a journey of how long, Chris? <laughs> Three hours and a good day. <laughs> Three hours and a good day. I don't, actually, I don't know how many kilometres between the two. Have you got any about, clue? You, about 275. Okay, cool. So what are the, because I live in Melbourne rather than Canberra, I do not travel that route very often. Is it sort of, if you get a decent run at it, when do you get a decent run at it? When's the best time to, to travel between the two cities? Clearly not during peak hour. No, leave Canberra late morning. If, you, yeah. if you're doing going from Canberra, leave Canberra late morning. You'll arrive in Sydney two-ish in the afternoon, and that'll usually get you a pretty good run if you're going all the way into the CBD. So, Have you both? Have you gone sort of there and back in the day, or you, you, you've chosen not to do that in the past? Uh, plenty of times, indeed. I'm doing some football commentary next weekend, so I'll be uh, leaving Canberra at about 11 in the morning, and we'll be back in Canberra again by about midnight. So... It it, it is a comfortable day trip, but funnily enough, I've Mm. never done Sydney as a tourist. Really? I've been there for... But but hang on, when when you go along, don't you spend an extra day and you have a look at the harbour and all the sights of Manly, etc.? Haven't you done that? Not usually. No, usually if if I go to Sydney for work, I'm there for work. If I go up for a sports event, I'll go up for the sports event. I might take in, say, a, a trip up the Centrepoint Tower or, or to go and have a quick look. But I've never actually spent days in Sydney mm-hmm. just during, doing the tourist stuff. So, so, okay, in terms of doing that, why did you decide to do it? Obviously, that's what you're, you're, you're angling for. You decided to do that with your wife. Why did you decide to do that? What, what was the motivation? Well, we had an appointment in Sydney on, the, on Tuesday and we had to go to Port Macquarie for a wedding on the following Saturday. And I thought... Well, instead of driving up to Sydney for an appointment on the Tuesday, then driving back, then driving all the way back up to Port Macquarie through Sydney on the Friday, why don't we actually take some time, turn it into a, a four-day break, and mm-hmm. and actually be tourists in Sydney? Uh, hey, I well, I go to Sydney a lot uh, as well, and I, I know the place pretty well. The CBD and, and sort of the Rocks area in particular, mm. and you know, walking up to Surrey Hills and, and places like that too. But one of the things that I've found is the cost of accommodation is so darn varied. You know, it just it, I, I often don't get a lot of notice from a work point of view in terms of when I'm travelling to a place. So you might get a few days. You might not even get more than 24 hours, but generally a few days. And I've found I, I've been in Sydney probably three or four times in the last month. And on one occasion, one of the places I really like staying in is, is the Grace Hotel. I've stayed it's there. Quite, Good place, yeah. Yeah, really nice. I mean, it, it, they, they say it's a four-and-a-half star. It's Art Deco-type style, and it, it's got, I don't know how many rooms exactly, but it's got about nine floors. There's a swimming pool up there and a gym, and, yeah, it's good. It's, it's fine, and it's right in the heart of town, which suits me perfectly in terms of where I need to go. The, the, costs, the, the, the cost of accommodation is so incredibly varied – I had one one night there, which was brilliant. I, I only paid 160 bucks. I thought that was extraordinary, a great value. 
But I, I tried to stay there. I was there twice in the same week. And often I'll sort of fly up in the morning, fly back at, at night, right? Something yep. like that. Later that same week, when I rang them up and said, look, I'd like to stay on X, Y, Z a night. So I think one, one night must have been a Monday night. The next night I was trying to stay was a Thursday night. I'm just guessing. I, this is going back a few weeks. But it was like that. 730 bucks. thank you very much. <laughs> I, seriously? <laughs> to stay in a hotel for one night, the same room that earlier in the week was 160 And they say, oh, well, it's a very busy time of the year. They use that excuse all the damn time. I just, I mean, who pays seven hundred and thirty bucks to spend one night in a hotel, Chris? Well, that's the thing. It's it's supply and demand. But I find I find Sydney is just such, a, as, as you mentioned, such a variable uh, thing. These hotel aggregator sites, uh, say your, your Trivago, uh, your yep. hotels combined, your What If, they can turn up good deals for you. I've just pulled one of them up now, and I'm not going to say which one, but I've just pulled one of them up on on my computer now. And I'm looking at Sydney for this coming Wednesday night, uh, and I'm filtering by four or five star properties only because yeah. uh, I, I, I like to think we're talking about you know you're going on a break, you're trying to spoil yourself a little bit. Yeah, uh, well, it's funny you say that. I am actually I, I haven't done this. I'm not kidding. I'm actually going to Sydney this Wednesday night, and I need accommodation, and I probably need it for a few nights. So tell me, yeah, go for it. What what sort of pricing have you got? And I, I would like something in the four star to five star territory. Okay. And I want- there's, I want it right in the heart of the city, please. Okay, there's a boutique hotel that, uh, look, because uh, it's, well, it says the Castle Ray Boutique Hotel in Sydney CBD. I don't know anything about it other than it's classed as a four star, and they're talking $139. Gee, that's very, very good. Well, okay, so let's up it, let, let's up it a bit. Go four and a half. Uh, well, I, I can only sort by four or five here, but, oh, okay. but, but yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just scroll down the screen. Uh, you can get mm-hmm. in at Darling Harbour for 170 You can get in on George Street for 190 uh, All right. Can... So, what do you reckon? Let's let's talk about pricing. What do you reckon is reasonable for a decent hotel for a night, sort of midweek in Sydney? Do you reckon somewhere two hundred to two fifty is about about you know the going what what you'd be prepared to pay? I reckon most most of the time in Sydney you can get a decent, and I'm talking four say let's say four or four and a half star. You should be able to get in the Sydney CBD for two hundred bucks, maybe even one hundred and eighty if if it's a quiet time of year. But you can also, and I'm just scrolling through here now, uh, I'm now looking at 340 396 yeah. uh, even $400 for, for a one-night stay in Sydney. So, well, uh, and, and I get that all the time. I rang the Grace another time as well in this last month, and they were over 500 bucks for the night. And I just, I simply point-blank refuse. I don't have that sort of cash, and I, I'm not sure too many people do. And it just seems to, you know, they, they always sort of, obviously it's a very popular hotel. And, and, you know, we're constantly talking about the grace because it is my preferred property. But having having said that, obviously there's corporates and all sorts of other people who I suppose must enjoy slightly better rates, uh, if not very much better rates than, I, than they, were, they were quoting me. So as I say, once I was really ecstatic, but most of the other occasions I've, I've had to stay elsewhere. I actually ended up staying with a mate uh, on one occasion who um, was in Kirribilli, which was kind of nice. Tell me, what about you? you? You spent how many nights in Sydney? Well, we spent four nights in Sydney, and uh, we wound up at the Ridges Sydney Central Hotel. Now, I will say this. We picked it up via one of these hotel aggregator sites, and we got a $166 a night deal. So for four wow. nights, it was just a tick over, over, over uh, $660. Now, the Ridges Sydney Central, it's in Surrey Hills. It used to be the Siebel Surrey Hills, not the Siebel Townhouse, but owned by the same people. 
Uh, and I'm just looking now, their rack rate for an executive room, which is what we got upgraded to, their rack rate uh, for... Uh, uh, later on this week is 360 bucks is the best flexible rate they're offering. So, so, so we got, got a very, a, very a, good deal. Very good. But sorry, you were saying $166 a night, but you then said it was what, for the for the four nights, it was 400 and something, no, was it? No, 600, 660 odd, yeah. 660 odd, okay, fair enough. And, and was it worthwhile? I mean, a good place? Look, it's a good place. It's got renovations happening at the moment, so there are some places, some parts of the hotel where it's a bit noisy. Uh, right. the, the, the... So, so the fact that you were woken up at 5 a.m. by banging on the walls... No, we, we weren't. We weren't. I was we... being facetious. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, right, okay. Uh, on the plus side, the location, it is literally a one-block walk from Central Station in Sydney. Like you, you cross a street, you walk one block, you cross another street, and you're at Central Station. Uh, so you, you're in a very, very convenient location. Uh, I want near Wynyard. I, and, and I've got to say to you, Wynyard has been totally redeveloped as a station. All the shops that I'm familiar with have gone. And I, in fact, did you notice when you were, you were coming? Yeah, thank you. Did you notice the whole of Main Street, like the middle of George Street? I mean, it's, it's a disaster zone there at the moment. There's roadworks going on left, right and centre. Well, it's, they are building a light rail system in Sydney. I understand yeah, that. The, I, the, the, the trams I, that they used to have that they stopped running 50 years ago, they suddenly realised, oh, hang on, we probably shouldn't have got rid of those. We'll, we'll bring them back. But it's such an eyesore, though, at the moment. I kind of I kind of want to avoid the George Street sort of area. I like, You know what? I, one of the places I love just walking through is the QVB, the, or Q, what's it called? Queen the, Victoria. Queen Vic building, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's stunning, absolutely stunning. One of the best places in Australia just to sort of wander and let, let the eyes sort of flow from shop to shop. So, okay, so that was – tell me a little bit more about the hotel, though, the, the good sides of it. Okay, the, the good side of it, the bed is incredibly comfortable. Uh, like, like you, you, you sink, Soft, you, uh, you, you sink into, into the top layer of it and then you get the support underneath. It's, it's really comfortable. Uh, the rooms are quiet or certainly were where, uh, when we were there. Uh, notwithstanding uh, renovations happening elsewhere in the hotel, uh, the, 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 the furnishings are all now up in in, uh, in uh, the renovated rooms are all up to 2017. So it's a very sort of I won't say postmodern decor, but uh, uh, stencil work of the bricks, for example, along the wall. Uh, you can uh, they have something that I've never seen in a hotel, and I hope to see more of this in virtually every PowerPoint around the place. Not just a 240 volt uh, wall socket but a USB plug, so you can plug in and charge your phone without having to actually dig out your own charger out, oh, of, out of your luggage. As long as you've got the cord, you're right to go. Uh, the TV, large TV with an array of free-to-air and, uh, and cable TV channels as well. Uh, mini bar was well-stocked. Not that I ever used the mini bar, but the mini bar was well-stocked. Uh, so, so those were the positives. The downside, oh, actually, the other positive, the, uh, the front-of-house staff, fantastic. <laughs> Cannot do enough to help you. Really? Well, clearly I don't know you at all, so... Uh, that, no, <laughs> what a matchup! And what a tee, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. This is Travel First with Chris Coleman and Alex First. Big tick for them, okay. Uh, Especially a girl called Poppy. We should give Poppy a big tick. Yeah, she was fabulous as well. Poppy, 
Poppy, you are an angel for putting up with Chris. Now, tell me, tell me about the negatives. Go for it. Negatives. Uh, look, I, I think the housekeeping staff still need to be brought up to speed. Now, I'd had a, I'd had a blister on my foot, and so I'd had an, a, one of those sticky blister recovery uh, patches on the bottom of my foot. When I got oh. in, the, when I got out of the shower, there'd been a, a, a bit of hair quite a bit of hair had come out of the drain and it had actually attached itself to my foot. So, you know, just a little bit of attention to detail. There was also, I found a contact lens stuck to the wall down near the bin that had been missed by the cleaners before we went in. A couple of little things like that. And something else that was very odd, the wardrobes, the way they've redesigned the wardrobes, they're actually too narrow for the coat hangers. So... No, you're serious, no, are you? No, so so the, the doors of the... Certainly in our room, the doors on the wardrobe would get stuck on the coat hanger and become actually very hard to open at stages. You needed Manuel to help you. <laughs> That's all, yeah. <laughs> yes. But look, they're minor details, Alex. Seriously, they are yes. minor details. It's, it's a very comfortable hotel. Uh, it has, it has, uh, I mentioned it has a swimming pool and a gymnasium, uh, which are both indoors. The gym is about to be refurbished, but the equipment there was quite good. The pool was nice. The, it, has a, it has a spa at one end, which was very, very warm and very, very comfortable. Uh, so, so I recommend that. And at ground floor, uh, there is the restaurant and bar, which can supply well virtually everything from from a steak to a one meter pizza. Uh, well, sorry, one meter pizza. If you want a massive pizza, then the bar Surrey Hills and the accompanying Italian kitchen, uh, fabulous. You can join their hospitality. Uh, their regular customers scheme when you're there. That'll get you 20% off your total bill as well. Uh, they have uh, locally brewed beers, a number of locally brewed beers. Uh, and uh, it's actually probably the kind of place that even if you're not staying there at, at the hotel, it's the kind of place you can actually drop in and just have a nice feed uh, or just, just a nice dinner at. So, uh, so again... What's the place again? Uh, that's the Bar Surrey Hills, it's called, and it's in the, in the ground floor of, of the, the Ridges Sydney Central. Oh, and the other thing uh, that they've kept from the days of it being the old uh, Siebel Surrey Hills is they've kept the in-floor aquarium that you can walk over the top of. Excellent, excellent. So, so they've got what sorts of creatures? There's no sharks in there, I presume. No, it's not. It's not that big. It's it's maybe fifteen feet long by about four feet wide. I'm I'm going from memory. I don't know how deep it is, but there's there's large, thick glass over the top, so you can walk over the top and you can look down at the fish beneath you. And if you are suitably motivated, suitably inclined, I guess you can pretend that you're walking on water. Very nice. Well, no, but you walk on water all the time. Thank you, Chris Palmer. It has been an absolute pleasure, and uh, let's have some more pleasure in the not too distant future. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher, and iTunes, or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.